Ayo hey, ma, what's poppin' baby? Welcome back to another episode of Remix. As always, I am your host, Sam Shipe, and joining me today is... Ariana Sergio. Hi, everyone. Um, I am a junior Ball State student, and I have a major in journalism and minor in theater, creative writing, and film and screenwriting. You have four minors? Three minors. Okay. Three minors and the one major. It seems like a lot. Okay. <laughs> like the film and screenwriting are each one, mm-hmm. um, but it's a lot of creativity going on in this brain. Oh, I'm sure. It sounds like <laughs> it. Where are you from? I'm from South Bend, Indiana. Okay. So this snow that we've been having, I'm just, I'm used to it. I'm used to getting <laughs> like 10 more inches piled mm-hmm. on. So this, I'm like... Everyone's complaining. You're just like, this is nothing. No, literally, this is nothing. This is minor league. It is minor league. Major <laughs> league is, yes, definitely up north. Michigan, yeah, we get, like, lake effect and all oh, that yeah, jazz. No. So. I have a friend that goes to uh, Valparaiso, oh. and they get the lake effect there. Yeah, it's not. And he's just like, yeah, I can't leave my dorm right now. And I was like, ah, cool. Literally. Nice. Like, there will have some days where there's just so much snow, like, you can't even literally leave your home. Yeah, like, it gets I, pretty... I got a question. Have you ever played a broom ball? No, but that sounds like okay. Harry Potter-esque. Like okay, the... well, see, I, I'm actually on the Quidditch team, but that okay, has nothing to do with Broomball. But Broomball is, like. um, Broom is like a sport up in like Minnesota and like oh. the northern areas, like Michigan, Minnesota. And like I know some people in Indiana play it, but like over, like you have to be like next to a body of water pretty much. Okay. So it's like hockey, but no skates. Yeah. And like your stick is like kind of oddly shaped and you just kind of like whack. Like, did you ever play handball? I don't think I have. It's like a shrunken soccer ball that's, okay. like, really dense. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what you hit instead of a puck into a goal. And you can just, like, ram into people that sounds on, fun. On, on the lake. <laughs> that's so, that sounds fun, but also dangerous. Because what if that lake just, like, breaks? And yeah. then you're just... But, I mean, the locals, they just go out there with, like, chucks and jeans. And wow. I went out to play once, and I had, like, a helmet and, s- yeah. like, snow pants. And I was like, I don't want to die. <laughs> like preparing for the worst hoping for the best exactly so oh uh so as i ask everyone who guests what have you been listening to recently okay so this question is very loaded because i'm a very like music oriented person that's uh-huh. why i was very excited to come on this show um but some of the stuff i've been listening to i've been listening to basically all of dominic fike's discography um he's like a local like naples florida based artist okay. um and he's kind of like he was a rapper and then turned more of like an alt pop star um, and it's, he's, it's very, like, tropical, vibey, like, it's just, So, like, it's a so poppy good. type of rap? Is yes. That what it is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, it's just really good. His voice, like, I like male artists when they can, like, hit higher notes, and uh-huh. he always hits these high so notes. So, he has a falsetto. Crazy. Yes. Gotcha. He has a really good falsetto. Um, so a ton of him. And then I've been listening to some Baby No Money, which he's more, like, rapper. He's, uh-huh. like, done a lot of songs with Young Gravy, who's, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who, like... <laughs> can be a little bit much sometimes but no i do i do like i've been listening to a little bit of them that's fair okay like yeah. young gravy i know like i had a bunch of friends that went and saw him live like last year at the yeah. egyptian room that's where one of my best friends went last year too. i'm sure mm-hmm. yeah it's i he's such an enigma to me i yes. can't i can't figure him out as much as i want to because i can't tell if he's kidding See, I I thought it was a joke at first because at first one well, everyone thought it was a joke. <laughs> yes. Like uh, the the one thought, two thought. Everyone was like, "Oh, like he's kidding," but this is really funny, and it yeah. like and the beat was fire. So yeah. like everyone was like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." And then I just I can't tell. Like he just dropped like I think it was either an EP or an album. Yeah. Because uh, that one song, "Oops," was everywhere. Him him yeah he just dropped I think that was on his EP and that's yeah. like th- that got like popularity off TikTok. Yeah. So that's why everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, baby, like young gravy kick." Yeah, it's 
it's just so crazy to me because it's like I I don't I don't know how much of it is like kidding because he gets props from like hip hop icons yeah because he like his knowledge of hip hop and everything is like incredibly vast and it's mm-hmm. incredibly impressive because he'll just be like oh these are like the top five rappers and like everyone agrees with him yeah. like everyone in the industry agrees with him maybe like everyone doesn't agree with him but like everyone in the industry is like yeah. props to young gravy for knowing his stuff and i'm like what <laughs> it's like how because he and just then, seems like such a yeah yeah and then he'll show up on like other people's tiktoks who are talking about like who's next up in hip-hop mm-hmm. and he'll be like that's a sick list like exactly and then people be like why does Young Gravy, like, know all the ins and outs of hip-hop? Yeah. Like, I like I have mad props to him for his success, but I just, I, it's not that I don't get it, because I'll still listen to it. Yeah. But I just, I don't get it overall. I get what you mean. Yeah. Because, like, like, I, like, we just talked about, everyone did think it was a joke, but I feel like, deep down, like, he's just so smart, like you said, with all the knowledge and stuff, and that's why his music is just so, like, well-received, so, yeah. like, well, like, mostly well-received, but a lot, lot, a lot of people like to listen to it just because they're like, okay, he knows what he's talking about, he's aware, and his music just is really good. He's very self-aware. Like, <laughs> yeah. as a person, I, I figure, because he's done stuff with, like, Trevor Wallace, who's yeah. a comedian, um, and it's, again, even in those, I can't tell how much of it is comedy and how much of it is just his personality but either way good for him honestly like <laughs> it's one of those people that like gets big and you're just like you I didn't... know what sure yeah like, there's plenty of people out there that are like snobs and like they're mm-hmm. really annoying about you know being rich yeah. which is like a lot of what hip-hop in popularity has become mm-hmm. but like when certain people get rich and famous and stuff it's like yeah you go like go off yeah and it's, yeah he's definitely one of those um, but anyway, now we're going to get into a little bit of the meat and potatoes of this episode. Um, today's theme, as I teased last week, is about Valentine's Day, and by greater extent, love. Um, most people have very strong opinion on Valentine's Day. They either love it or they hate it. I don't know how you feel about Valentine's Day. I used to absolutely hate it. Like, okay. in high school, I was very anti-Valentine's Day, not a fan, could literally care less if that holiday disappeared forever. <laughs> Yeah. Like, me and my friends would have, like, almost, like, an anti-Valentine's Day, like, thing. Like, we'd, oh, that's we'd, fair, yeah. We'd, like, wear, we literally wore black to school. I remember my senior year, me and my best friend at the time, we wore black to school. Oh, you're we're just so like, edgy. No, literally. <laughs> me and my most edgy. Um, No, but me and her did that, and we were just, it was just, it was just funny. And then we'd always, like, hang out as a friend group, and, like, we'd do our own, like, little thing. Uh-huh. Just to be like, oh, like, I guess celebrating just, like, the love aspect of, like, being friends and all that yeah. jazz. But... Kind of like, like a Friendsgiving version of Valentine's yes, Day? Yes, okay. that's what I would do okay. instead. And then, like, as I got to college, like, I have a boyfriend now, so I'm starting to understand, like, oh, Valentine's Day is kind of fun. Like, uh-huh. the more, like, positive, less cynical side starting to come out, which is good, because she's been hiding for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just kind of wish it wasn't, like, in winter. Oh, me too. That's kind of wild. Like, why not in the spring? I think the spring or even, maybe not the summer, because summer can get too much, but the yeah, springtime or, like, yeah. the fall. Fall's yeah. an ideal time. Yeah. I mean, I think fall has, like, too many holidays oh, already. With, like, yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, and, yeah. like, spring has, like, Easter and, like, St. Patrick's Day, which are, like, both kind of eh. I was going to say St. Patrick's Day. I sometimes forget that's a holiday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like... I mean, unless you live in, like, a big city, yes. St. Patrick's Day isn't, like, a huge deal to anyone. Um, 
I mean, I guess maybe the Irish, but we celebrate it harder than the Irish do. Yeah, I was so, gonna say everyone um, just like gets super drunk. There <laughs> and they're was, like, "Oh, St. Patrick's Day." There was so many years in like uh, elementary, middle school where like I didn't know it was St. Patrick's Day until it was St. Patrick's Day, and someone would pinch me and I'd punch them and be like, "Why?" And they're like, like, "You weren't wearing green." It's, it's like, like I didn't know. I didn't get the memo. And then like you have to lie the rest of the day and be like, "I'm wearing green underwear." No, literally, they green ask socks. to see it. They're the weirdo. Correct. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's that's clever, clever and smart. Yeah. <laughs> But I was, uh, so with Valentine's Day, I had to make an episode that was topical around Valentine's Day, and the only way I could think to do it, to make it remixed, was to talk about love songs. So, that's what we're here to do today. We're going to go around many aspects of love songs, we're going to talk about some of our favorites, and we're just going to get into it. So, quick little brief history on love songs, very, very brief. Um, just because I found that the oldest evidence of like a love song or a love poem um, is labeled as Istanbul number 2461. It is an ancient Sumerian cuneiform tablet, which is believed to contain the oldest love poem ever found. And it is on display at the Istanbul Museum of the Ancient Orient. Wow. Yeah. So it's just like love and it's art, like the art that comes from love mm -hmm. spans millennia Literally. you know it's like ever since someone learned how to write they started writing about love mm -hmm. when someone learned how to paint they started painting about love um you know there's so many talks of like artists and their muses mm -hmm. right that's why we have so many songs named after women yeah you know like it was i think it was like an old family guy joke where stewie the baby wrote a song about his neighbor Susie and named the song Susie. and brian <laughs> was like there's so many songs named after just yes. Like the one word named after a woman's songs. And then Sue's like, name one. And then he names it. And then he, he goes down. And it's like five minutes. He just keeps naming more and more and more. There's like Eleanor Rigby, yeah. Suzanne, all these all these classic songs. But if you think about it, there's a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot that are double titled. You know, like I've heard like three different songs named Ashley, which yeah. is weird because my sister's name is Ashley. So I feel very awkward listening to those songs. <laughs> I would too. Oh my gosh. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> so let's get right into some questions that I have for you. All um, right. So first and foremost, do you believe in love? Okay. This is <laughs> this is such a big, big, big question. But yes, I definitely am a firm believer in love. I am a hopeless romantic, to say the least. Um, I believe in love. Well, and obviously not hopeless if you have a boyfriend. Oh well, yes, yes. Just but before I that, mean, hopeless romantic, and then now, like God, I, I hope romantic. he doesn't listen to this. Now. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> no. I know your name, but I'm sorry. Andrew. <laughs> Dang, no, Andrew. But... <laughs> no, but before him, hopeless romantic. Uh -huh. Um, and then yeah, obviously now I'm a romantic. Like I like to plan the cute dates. I like to just and even like outside of relationships. Like I just I just love love with like family with friends. Like I just mm -hmm. like expressing that towards people just because. With everything going on in the world, like, you never know when you're going to see that person last, which is, like, as sad as that mm -hmm. is. So I just want to make sure that that person is loved, cared for, and that I express that to that. Yeah. Person. What about love at first sight? Okay. This... <laughs> I feel uh, like I just opened a can of worms and now I'm scared. No, no. Uh, a little... No, a little. No, I don't know. This is where it gets a little bit more tricky, because obviously, like I just said, I believe in love and all that jazz, and I believe in true love, and if you meet, like, your soulmate, I definitely believe in all of that, and, like... Twin flames, all that jazz. What about, like, multiple soulmates? Because, like, let's think about, I... like, statistically, right? Yes. There's seven billion people. Yes. There's one singular person mm -hmm. out there. What if they're in China? You, you're, 
I don't see you going to China anytime soon. Correct. So uh, what about Andrew? You know, like what if he's yeah. like one of the other soulmates? Like I don't, I don't think that there's just one. You know, I, don't I think that's fair to people. I agree with you on that. I think there are multiple soulmates. I don't think because the I believe that there maybe can be one for some people, uh-huh. but I believe for most people there are multiple people that are destined to cross paths with them. Whether it's like. Because sometimes you date someone for so long and then it's like, okay, you break up, but then uh-huh. you believe that they shaped your life so much that they were your soulmate. Maybe not uh-huh. the one that you ended up with, but they just shaped, you know, uh-huh. wh- where you're supposed to go in the future. So uh-huh. I definitely think there are things like that. And multiple soulmates, people that you're supposed to meet for a reason to help you meet the next person or to help you accomplish something in your life, uh-huh. if that makes any sense. <laughs> but um, the question before that was love at first love sight. At first sight. I don't think so. Okay. I don't believe in love at first sight because I feel like a lot of that is more so like either lustful in Uh the moment or just, I don't know. I just, I don't believe you can look at someone and be like, I'm in love with them. Like, okay. I don't, I don't think that's a thing. I believe that after a first date, maybe you could feel like strong feelings toward them. Like I feel this, but I feel like you have to have that converse. At least something has to be said. Now more for in the realm of music. What about love at first listen? Mm, yes. A hundred percent. Because there are some songs, not even love songs, but just some songs in general where mm-hmm. you listen to, and then it's like your ears just like, it's the yeah. best feeling ever. Like, and it's, what is it's, this sound? Oh, or what the, is this, like, what are these lyrics, you know? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if it's necessarily just lyrics, because uh-huh. I guess it just depends on, the, like, my mood whenever I'm listening to a song. But if I'm, like, sad girl hours and listen to, like, a sad song, and then it just hits everything that I'm feeling in that moment, it just all lines up. It just makes my soul happy. My soul just like does a little dance. And uh-huh. then it's just, it's amazing. So I definitely believe that there are songs. And like a, a lot of, I've seen things on like YouTube or like, mm-hmm. oh, I wish I could listen to this song for the first time in the comments. And I'm like, I wish that. Yeah. About, there's one song in specific, not a love song, but it's called Sunset Lover and it's by Petite Biscuit. And that song, the first time I listened to it, I was like in a hard <laughs> place. And I was like, this song, it's more so just like, electronic e uh-huh. but that song just like so Cynthia? good yeah Cynthia. Okay. Cynthia's a good word um but that song it just has a special place i mean sometimes heart. i do Love wish it. i could have like momentary amnesia mm-hmm. to just like just for specific songs just because like they do hit harder the yeah. first time you hear them and like that can be you know like a love song or a sad mm-hmm. song or even panini by lil nas x <laughs> yeah. like that song hit me really hard i don't know why like yeah. it's it's a good song it's mm-hmm. not necessarily like super deep or anything no but like it's you know it hits especially with the DaBaby remix oh yeah Um, yeah uh so what do you think makes a love song I think what makes a love song is just that artist kind of being be opening up and being very vulnerable about the Mm -hmm. way they're feeling towards a person a situation a thing just like expressing that love and just being like raw and open because without that like vulnerability and the love song it's just gonna be like nothing I don't know. So... Like, I feel like most, like, good love songs need, like, good lyrics. Okay, so that was, good... was going to be my next yeah, question. Sorry. What makes a love song good? Good lyrics. Good, good lyrics. lyrics. Okay. And, like, if they're, like, what you just said uh, about the family guy about mm-hmm. writing, uh, they wrote about girls and stuff and had them as their name, like, as the song titles. Um, I assume those lyrics are personalized to each of those women. I, mean, I would, would assume. Hope, but, I would hope. But, again, if they're so popular, then they also have to be relatable enough. Yes. For people, you know, across the board to listen to. Yeah. You know? Uh, like Eleanor Rigby, you know, oh, that's yeah. a love song. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, as, as specific as those lyrics are, they're relatable enough. Yes. Um, but there's plenty of, I think, love songs out there that mm-hmm. are, 
not very specific at all. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like, and they know, you know, they just say you or whatever. And like, and Bo Burnham made a joke about it. Um, you know, about like how pop songs and like the love songs of today mm-hmm. are very vapid, very, mm-hmm. you know, broad, you know, like uh, one of his lyrics is like, I love your fingerprints because they're like no other. I love your eyes and their bluish, brownish, greenish color, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, like I love that when you smile that you smile wide and I love how your torso has an arm on either side. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, you know, because a lot of pop, poppy, lovey songs are very broad, you know? They're not, yes. you know, they're not specific because they have to sell. They have to be able to market oh, yeah. themselves. And, you know, also there's a lot of pop stars that make their money off of being attractive. Yes. Like, you know, like, you know, Justin Bieber's Baby, not a great song. But so many I'll girls. It. So many girls. I'll say it. it. I'll still bop to it because yeah. it's nostalgic at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's not that good. But so many little girls were like, I can, I can pretend this song's about me. Yeah. Because um, he's like, he's what they find attractive. You know, yeah. similar with like Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Even though 90s. he's married, yeah. women are still swooning over him. And like the songs that he writes about love. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because they, you know, in their mind, he's singing to them. Yeah. Um, and not to knock that, it's it's proven effective. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I don't think we can kind of put love songs into a box like that because, uh, you know, there's plenty of broad ones that <laughs> yes. are the most famous, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, I Will Always Love You, probably one of the most iconic love songs, you know. Um, it was originally written by Dolly Parton. Oh, wow. um, which a lot of people don't know. I didn't know it that. It was originally written and recorded by Dolly Parton. Oh. Um, fun story. Elvis actually tried to get the rights to sing it. Wow. And Dolly Parton said no. Dolly said no? Dolly said no to Elvis. I am very surprised. You'd think, like, because they're just both, like, icons uh-huh. in the music world. You'd think she'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. King of Rock? Go yeah. for it. <laughs> but crazy. she said no to Elvis and then yes to Whitney Houston, who made it way more famous, way more popular. Oh, yes. And it, like, has the only version that people know. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you haven't listened to Dolly's version, I suggest you go do it. It's very sweet. It's not as, like, robust, obviously, because Dolly doesn't have, like, a robust voice. Mm-hmm. But it's very sweet. It's a much gentler tune. Oh. Um, and it's it's very, very good. It's iconic in its own right, because mm-hmm. Dolly is iconic in her own right. Um, I'm a little bit of a Dolly fanboy. I love Dolly Parton. <laughs> I haven't um, listened to too much of her music besides, like, uh, she did one, jo- Jolene. Okay, Jolene. Yeah. That, I think, is one of her most popular well, songs. Well, yeah, Jolene's a banger. Oh, Jolene is a banger. But other than that, I need to dive more into her music. I mean, there's, like, 9 to 5, which everyone else <gasps> Oh, okay, to. I know that one, too. There's, like, a whole <laughs> there's a whole movie based on that song. Yes, there was. It was just crazy. Um, crazy. Okay. So, do you think, like, songs, like, about love in general count as love songs? I was thinking about that uh-huh. before I came on here, and I was like, hmm. I I think so. Because I know there's, like, because some songs about love are, like, anti-love songs. Like, uh-huh. oh, I loved you. Uh-huh. Like, I, like a lot of past tense are, like, oh, we were in love. I was in love. And yeah, I feel like that's almost. Yeah. My next question was going to yeah. be, do you think breakup songs count? Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I... <laughs> I want to. I feel like I'd categorize them as love songs, but almost like in the subgenre of anti-love. Okay. Just because of the breakup sense of the yeah. we're not togetherness of the whole I mean, thing. There's, there's there's multiple sides to love. Yeah, exactly. Know, in every relationship. Yeah, so I definitely I would qualify those as love songs, just like mm-hmm. a little subgenre. I was like, because if you don't, then that mm-hmm. would mean songs like the Jackson's fi- Jackson Fives, "I Want You Back," yeah. does not count as a love song. 
I think that's definitely a love song. I think that is as well. You know, obviously that's about wanting someone back. It's not necessarily yeah. a breakup song, but like, you know, I think I think a lot of love songs that are intensely popular are about a breakup. Oh, I think those are um, almost more popular versus the yeah, love songs. About wanting someone back cuz I think everyone can everyone that's been in multiple relationships can kind of relate to mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily wanting someone back, mm-hmm. but wanting back how you felt with that person yes. at the time. Yeah. Um and I think that's something that a lot of artists kind of encapsulate um like even post Malone, someone that you wouldn't think um, would do something like that, like on I think it was Stony. I want to say was it Leave? Is this what you're there's there's about? Leave. Ugh, it's like I love there's Leave. Stay. Leave and, and Stay. Then, Two and, best yeah. on that album. And then there's Feeling Whitney, um, mm. which is obviously about loss. Yeah. Um. So I think it's yeah. I think it's I think that's an entire. I think if you want to, if you wanted to, you could make love songs its own genre. Yeah. Um. And then from that, there'd be the subgenre of like anti love mm-hmm. songs. You know, there's like F Love, I Have to Censor Myself by <laughs> Trippy Red and XXX Tentacion. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's obviously about like feeling nauseous and like wanting to die because you're no longer with this person that like completed mm-hmm. you. Um, but at the same time, kind of harboring a resentment towards love in and of itself, like in the idea of love. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, if you've ever had a big breakup, then you like, you've had the thought of just like, man hate love yeah you know, <laughs> you know especially if like you have friends around you that are in like long-term relationships or like mm-hmm. they seem happy with their partner if you're not happy with your partner or you just broke up or something and you see that and you're just like can you not like yeah. can you stop being happy literally like, yes and i think that you know a lot of artists kind of feel that and you know encapsulate that and again a lot of them are broad enough and vague enough that more people can relate to which is why they have that they do because mm-hmm. if I write a song specifically about the specific instances of what happened mm-hmm. in a relationship that made it fail but it's nothing huge like if she didn't she or like break stuff or mm-hmm. like actively try to ruin my life and it was a healthy relationship until it ended yeah no one's gonna want to listen to that song yeah. on a, like on a broad level like there are going to be people that relate to it because mm-hmm. like there are plenty of people that fall out of love or have someone fall out of love with them so that's relatable enough but it almost feels like you have to kind of sensationalize mm-hmm. the breakups or exaggerate which is true of all music but especially when it's in pertaining to love mm-hmm. you know like especially like breakup songs stuff like that like you know the artist who may not harbor like the hardest feelings towards someone like you know in like hating them or anything you'd think they do by how the lyrics are written and then they're like friends on the side they're like oh we're so yeah. cool it's like it's what like, yeah. huh? <laughs> that like, song said otherwise yeah like, if, like, like, like let's think about like G-Eazy and Halsey oh right? my gosh I'm obsessed with both of them yeah, okay Halsey more so uh, I've never been a big G-Eazy fan yeah um, but like I've softened to him because he's softened to the people that like I like that he was like beefing with yes um, and I was just kind of like I can't like him out of principle. Mm-hmm. Like, I already didn't love his music because I think he makes frat rap. Yeah. Um, personally, that's my opinion. Um, like, every now and then he's on a feature and I like the what he's featuring on. But other mm-hmm. than that, I'm not going to go listen to G-Eazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had, like, a very public breakup yes. and drama. And so. then MGK got involved. Love him, too. <laughs> Thank you. Love Machine. I love Machine Gun Kelly and I will go on record saying that. Because I think he's one of the best artists in music right now. Wow. Okay. 
I'm gonna not go into that you don't simply have to. because well, my first episode that I recorded for Remix was just oh, about really? him. Oh, so you can okay. go back and listen to that. I probably um, will. I'm also a fan, okay. and I've mentioned him multiple times throughout the season. And yes. I actually promised on the previous episode that I wasn't gonna fanboy as much. Okay, so then I'm sorry I'm, for breaking that no, 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 promise. No, 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 you didn't break the promise. Okay, it's fine. It wasn't you didn't promise it. Correct. So it's fine. Correct. But like, I was just throwing it in there because like. It happened for like the the Halsey and Jeezy thing. Okay, like, very yes. public breakup, very mm-hmm. public like almost seeming hatred yeah. for each other, and then like now they're just vibing. Yeah, and Which like is... granted that can happen with anyone where mm-hmm. like you know initial breakup you're angry and it's messy. for whatever reason and it's super yeah it's super gross destructive and mm-hmm. then eventually you're like oh we're more mature now mm-hmm. you want to be friends yeah. um, and that that could have happened but at the same time like how much of that was escalated or exaggerated because they put their love so openly in their art mm-hmm. and then now they have this big platform to go back and forth being like you cheated yeah. or you're a bad person i can't say the words i want to say <laughs> you're not good and then the other person just been like no you yeah is your fault and yeah. let's just go back and forth yeah um but I think that that's all in the genre of love songs because it's the messy side of love. And yes. I think it's just as valid. Um, but speaking of, like, making love songs their own genre, how do you feel about, like, love songs being across every genre? Because I know there's plenty of people out there that don't think oh. that there can be a metal song that is a love song or a rap song that is a love song. I literally hate that viewpoint. I think literally <laughs> every genre, like country, mm-hmm. pop, rap, Etc. 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 Literally every single genre, subgenre that's out there mm-hmm. can make a love song. It doesn't fall into just the pop category, which I think a lot of people might like just misconstrue and be like, "Oh, it's 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 like the it's like the '90s boy band love stuff that we talked mm-hmm. about earlier. It's like all that. Oh, that's the love song. No, love songs can be literally any uh-huh. genre." I'm glad you have that viewpoint. Like, yes. part of me kind of wanted you to disagree, so uh, I could just, just like, like <laughs> so I could just put you in the dirt. Like, right there, just be like, well, actually. <laughs> I would have been afraid. Because, like, I have these lists that I already made of, like, metal and rap love songs. I'm happy that you're prepared. We can still talk about it. Yeah, so there's, like, um, there's like Love You to Death by Typo Negative. They're a metal okay. band. Um, I think they got their biggest in the 90s. They're obviously going to okay. get huge. Because they haven't, heard, much haven't heard of them. Yeah. Um, but that's a very good, like, that's, like, the number one, like, metal love song. People, like, people that listen to metal, oh. if they hear love song, they're like, oh, yeah, Love You to Death. Yeah. Um, then there's, you know, Metallica wrote Nothing Else Matters. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Uh, I Remember You by Skid Row. Mm-hmm. Love Me Forever by Motorhead. I'm just kind of going down some, like, big ones, like, bigger names. Because, mm-hmm. like, people have heard these names, hopefully. Yeah. Um, if not, what are you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> brought, brought in your taste? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I talked about at one, uh, another episode about, like, metal music and, like, why people don't give it a chance and why that's not fair. Um, but especially when it comes to, like, stuff like love songs, people don't think of metal as having, like, a softer side, even mm-hmm. though it's, it sounds hard. I get yeah. it. But the lyrics themselves and the meaning behind it is for love, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, like, then there's This Love by Pantera, and then, like, Sweet Child of Mine mm-hmm. by Guns N' Roses. Technically, that's metal. I don't know if you want to consider it metal, but... <laughs> it falls in that category. Metal yeah. is, like, yeah, metal is such a weird genre because, yeah. like, it's... 
because it's like it's so gatekeepy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like every metal fan's like, stop gatekeeping, you know, like et cetera. And then like, but every metal fan does it. Yes, um, <laughs> hypocrites. About no, like what is metal? Mm-hmm. It, it's very hypocritical. I'll call them hypocrites because I am one. <laughs> I was gonna say um, I don't know metal enough to say this, but I yeah, just, no, yeah. you're right. They're they're <laughs> horrible hypocrites about like how they gatekeep their mm-hmm. own genres while like trying to keep people from doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Similar to similar things happen to punk. Um, oh yes. But like, if you don't think that like even punk can have like punk can punk punk first love date songs are Blink so cool. That, yes. Okay, that's pop punk, <laughs> and like the reason that I don't count like okay, so pop punk is like known for love songs. Yes. Right. Like all the bands on Warp Tour have those super cringy love songs. Yeah. Um, Paramore. No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, Paramore does. Um, <laughs> they do. As much as I appreciate Paramore, yeah, they're right. very cringy love songs. Um, but like. Green Day, before they were even big, they mm-hmm. had, like, this album. Um, it was, like, their very first album. I can't I think it was, like, th- 10,000 Light Years Away or something like pre that. Pre-Dookie and all that Yeah, pre-that. Yeah. Pre, Pre-All the Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the album that, like, almost no one's heard of. But then he has a song on there called, like, 10,000 Light Years Away, which is about his then-girlfriend, now-wife, who he, like, met while touring. <gasps> I know that love story, and it's so cute. I've been together yeah. for so long. It's, ve- it's a mm-hmm. very cute very awesome love story and he just wrote it about her because she was like half a country away mm-hmm. and like it was it's like it but it, again it sounds like an old school green day song yes so like you have to you have to kind of take it's like okay this sounds like a very punky like punchy song yeah but he's talking about like missing the person that he loves and mm-hmm. it's really cute uh, but then there's like rap which like there's ll cool j uh you know love. i need love by LL Cool J. Hey, lover. By LL Cool J. Okay, do you know what LL and LL Cool J stands for? Little. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Ladies no. love Cool J. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if you think about it, like, it was kind of obvious that he would be the one as the example. Drop love songs and all yeah. that jazz. He has to. I mean, there's so, but that. there's, again, there's so many different rap songs with love, like, that are oh, about yes. love. Um, and I was going to ask, like, do you think that songs about like loving like your child or a family member do those count as love songs or are those a different category i feel like those are like like again in the love mm-hmm. song category but just another subgenre like oh okay. like more so like caring like i wrote this song for you because i know a lot of artists write songs like for their moms mm-hmm. so like if that were to be one of them i think that'd be a love song but just more so like family yeah like, so family like love. there's like so there's, there's familial love yes family friends yeah more so, so like, like a not romantic but yeah because yeah, like let's think about like Eminem's Mockingbird yeah for his know? daughter mm-hmm. yeah that'd be I consider that a all love that song. type of stuff and there's there's a whole bunch of you can just Google rap love songs <laughs> there's so many. there's a bunch um, but LL Cool J will always be the one that made it a thing you know he made it. I don't know. It's weird. That makes me love him more. That his like initial stand for is that ladies, ladies love. love. Yeah. Like that just <laughs> that's something that we almost no one him. thinks about. Like cause, I don't. Like, yeah, because it's just a name, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you think that? Um, so let's get into why do you think love songs are important? I think love songs just show a more like even though some of them can be like broad mm-hmm. in general, I think they can just show the more personal side of um, artists. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of artists, no matter what genre they are, they always have, like like we said, like a softer side, a mm-hmm. more like, oh, this is me, this is what I care about, this is what I like. It gives the listener, fan, whatever, like a more bird's eye view, it just into like their life, like what they care about, what they like. Mm-hmm. I just, I think love songs are very important. Kind of shows like... The raw side. Yeah, that, because I think, 
I think one of the best ways to tell who a person is is mm-hmm. how they are around their partner. Yes. Right? Um, or how they are about love in general. Mm-hmm. Like, just asking you, do you believe in love? That told me more about you mm-hmm. than probably a half-hour conversation. Yeah. You know? That tells me a little bit more of your worldview, right? Because mm-hmm. if someone is open to love, then they, they're probably a more open person in general, right? Yes. They're probably more optimistic. Correct. Um, you know, things like that. And it's it's interesting to see all the different viewpoints of love that you, like, kind of broadband. Like, you know, there's the, the super poppy that, mm-hmm. like, every boy band or artist seems to have. Like, you know, your Selena Gomez's, your even your Taylor Swift's, mm-hmm. who's going to be another episode on her own. Because uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Um, <laughs> neither, neither do I. I don't get it. I'm glad. Um you know, you tell us your Justin Bieber's, or at least old Justin Bieber's. I don't know about his, like, recent stuff because he's married. Um, it's, he, I mean, he has some, like, like, the Yummy was, like, a tribute to his now wife, Haley Bieber. Yeah, which... but, the, like, that song, even that, was, like, yeah. super poppy, super, yes. like, you know. Like, I, I liked it. A lot of his fans didn't like it. I thought it was good. I, I personally like Justin Bieber in general. Mm-hmm. Like, even though everyone I mean, I did a whole episode it. on him. Yeah. Um, Just because, like... I grew up hating him, mm-hmm. and then I grew up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, that's how I feel. A lot of people are like his mm-hmm. fans now as well. Um, yeah, but I, I just grew up, and I was like, it's not. It was never that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like a whole episode because I had a super fan on, um, <laughs> which I kind of want to do again with Taylor Swift. Like, I want to find like a That'd hardcore really Swifty, mm-hmm. and just be like, I don't get it. Explain. <laughs> Explain why you love her. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's made so many people mad in the music industry, and. I just, I've never been a fan of her music. I don't understand why she, like, I understand, like, I guess she's relatable. People like her stuff. It is more so, like, pop music, which tends to be more popular, what's put on the radio. She's family friendly. But, like, for the most part. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I just, I don't get it either. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but she's definitely not the topic. But, you know, yeah. I was kind of talking about, like, the different forms of love. And there's one that's obviously more marketable. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's that poppy. That's that, you know, everyone can relate to this. Like, with Taylor Swift, it's like everyone that's ever been in a breakup can relate yeah. to I knew half you were of trouble. her discography. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, any, yeah. So, like, anyone can relate to, like, half her discography right off the bat if yeah. they've ever been in a breakup. Yep. Or have... That's the, that's the funniest thing to me is you can have never been in a relationship and, like, you feel a love song if it's done right. Yeah, and even, right? even not even a breakup, even if you weren't, like... Because a lot of people nowadays aren't even in, like, relationships. It's more so I was talking to this person, got attached, didn't mm-hmm. work out. I thought it was more they didn't or vice versa. And that can almost be just as painful, if yeah. not more painful, than that breakup. And I think that that's, like, that's a testament to music and its power in general mm-hmm. is, like, it not even necessarily just love songs, but, like, you could have never been in any kind of a situation. Yeah. But if if it's written well enough, you feel that pain. You feel that happiness, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, um... Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. Everyone that hears that, like, it's so well done. Like, you have to kind of, like, you kind of have to, like, tap your foot. It's you a know, happy song. You, you get into it. <laughs> or, um, like, I don't know if you ever listened to Three Days Grace. I've heard a little bit from okay. them. Okay, so, like, their 1X album, when I was in, like, middle school, super angsty, super edgy. Had mm-hmm. I been through half the stuff the singer had been through? No. <laughs> but you couldn't tell me like that my were? life wasn't hard. <laughs> yes. Okay. I've been through the ringer exactly. at, at 12 years old. Yeah, no. Had I actually been through much? Not not in reference to him, not at all. <laughs> but at the same time, it was it was it let me feel that like, oh, 
I am so hurt in this moment, mm-hmm. even though I've never been in a relationship that's hurt me like this. Yeah. You know? Um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of what the song was um, by Three Days Grace. Um, I don't even think it was on the 1X album, but it was just basically like, um, oh, it's called Last to Know. Okay. And it's basically, he talks about, he's he's singing this song to his ex's new partner. Yikes. And when I was listening to this song, Awkward. I had never been in a relationship before. Mm-hmm. But you could not tell me that I didn't know exactly what it felt like <laughs> to be left for someone else. No, literally, that sounds... That's such a smart concept for a song, first. And second, I need to listen to it. But oh my gosh, the, the emotion he must have been feeling. No, like, exactly. Ooh. And like he has such a like such a throat-forward voice mm-hmm. of like not like kind of grit where he's just like obviously in pain. Um, and it's it's such a cool song because he's basically saying like, and then he ends it with like, you know, because at first he was like, when she left me for you, I was the last to know. And then he ends it with, and when she leaves you for dead, you'll be the last to know. Oh, like, that gave me chills. Like kind of flips it on him, just like, boom, it's going to happen to you because she you. sucks. She's mm-hmm. a bad person. Dang. I'm warning you. It's um, like a cycle. She's Yeah, but again, <laughs> had never been through a relationship yeah. had never had anyone Crying treat me like that and then i was just like Ugh. and then <laughs> like yeah. and then it was funny because like a year later i did get broken up with and i was like oh i I'm... know what it's like now oh this hurts so bad yeah. um but yeah i mean that's a testament to music in general but i think especially in that genre where like because love is kind of the most intense feeling that you can have it for sure is yeah so when someone else has something that you feel like you can relate to when it comes to you know your most vulnerable mm-hmm. or your most i don't know say intense like it's your most intense feeling i'd say intense yeah and it's your most intense and your most vulnerable so when you feel mm-hmm. like someone can relate to that or mm-hmm. someone can make you relate to them with that yeah i think that's kind of like the height of um music kind of reaching out and kind of grabbing you um i'd say grabbing you by the heart but that sounds kind of cheesy uh <laughs> even though this is the valentine's day episode so this no, is, literally, this is the episode crazy. where it's allowed to be cheesy i was gonna um, say i'm probably gonna sound like a cheese ball later but it's fine cheese <laughs> 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 um but yeah so that was just kind of like oh my gosh is it i don't know it's just it's a lot of words that aren't coming because it's 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 just Love is really just indescribable. Yeah, it's different I mean, for every single person, but the same. Especially when you're talking about what happens mm-hmm. when you experience it or when someone else encapsulates it um, and whether or not you can relate to it. Um, because I don't think that there's anyone could really listen to an honest love song and mm-hmm. be like, meh. No. You know? Unless they're um, literally heartless. I mean, unless they're <laughs> dead inside. Correct. Which Sam in high school at one point was. Uh, <laughs> you know? Um, any song that was like just about like being happy with the person that you're with, I was like, now me freshman and sophomore year hated it, hated love, was like anti the whole the whole thing. I remember I like made fun of the Beatles for an entire class period because of like I think it was like I want to hold your hand or something. (gasps) I love that. It's a very good song. So good. But I was heartbroken and I was dead inside. So I said that is the dumbest song in the world. 
How could you feel that way? <laughs> Write an essay, Why the Beatles, I Want to Hold Your Hand is the Worst Song Ever. I mean, I was also just a bigger Stones fan. And oh, yeah. I also, okay. I, I just get annoyed by people that are like huge Beatles fans. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand, like, I respect the Beatles. I enjoy their music. Yes. But there was a time where I was very salty towards mm-hmm. the Beatles because I was like, the Stones, I thought, made better music. I still think that in a lot of ways they make better music, more complicated music at the yeah. very least. Um, but there are people that die hard for the Beatles, and good for them, like, if you're a fan. Um, yeah. But there are people that, like, won't let it go. And those people annoyed me so much. And one of them was the orchestra teacher at my <laughs> middle school, who, like, I didn't even take orchestra, but I was ready to go to war. You said <laughs> I will fight you on why the Beatles are not as yeah. good. Um, and she just kind of let it go, because, like... <laughs> She said he's just a teenager, whatever. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm like 14. <laughs> but have all the opinions. Yeah. No, but like, low-key on that note, when I was a sophomore, I wrote a paper on the Beatles versus uh, the Rolling Stones. Because uh-huh. I was super into like, that's my pinnacle in music, just discovering everything. And I read, uh-huh. a, I read a whole book about each of them. Um, and I don't know, at the time, I was a very big Beatles fan, because just the way I was raised, I feel like that's a lot of people that just raised the Beatles, whatever, because my mom is a huge Beatles fan. But then after doing that research, I learned so much about, the, like, the Rolling Stones, like, what they did, like, uh-huh. just what kind of what they were faced against at that time, musically, like, with everything that was coming out. And I definitely, right now, I, I think I like them both equally. It's like, it's probably like, oh, it's a cop-out, but no, like, <laughs> genuinely, they both produce, like, great stuff. Like, I don't think I could pick. Yeah, um, it was funny because, like, I think the last time I had a debate about, like, Stones versus Beatles yeah. was, like, a year or two ago. Um, and I was talking to this guy who has this thing. I don't remember what it's called, but I don't want to call it a disorder because I don't think it is. But he, like, he can see sounds, right? Oh, it's synesthesia. Synesthesia, yeah. Yeah, I one of my best friends called. can do that as well. Yeah. Yes. So he was talking to me about it and why he preferred the Beatles for most of the time because of the colors that he sees because of how bright the music always is that makes whereas the stones have a lot of like blues influence Mm -hmm. so like the colors that he sees when like that happens is like you know darker or less appealing yeah you know um and so like that really hit me like it really hit me hard because i was like wow people like really I guess people interpret music differently always, mm-hmm. um, but that was a way of interpreting music that I never even contemplated, and I was just like, I don't think I'm gonna have this debate anymore. Yeah, no, because it's like it's like he if he literally sees that you can't say no, you don't. It's like I, I can't I be like, knows. but objectively, and I can't, I can't, because no. it's, it's no, it's there's no way that you can you can't crawl back out of that. Like correct. So I think we just kind of like agreed, like okay, agree to disagree. Like, I was like, yeah, I mean, I think they're both good. Okay, bye. Yeah. It's like awkward, uh, awkward situation. Yeah, it's like I, I can't. It, you, you literally see colors when you hear things. <laughs> this is an argument I did not prepare for. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was prepared for you to say something about album sales, and I was ready to fight. But now, <laughs> I'll just respectfully back away. Correct. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, it funny. was really, it was a really cool to talk to him like later about like, how, like what different music looks like, um, and like how that affects him when he listens to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was really, really cool. Um, yeah. So now we're going to kind of get into, tor- we're, we're getting towards the end, and we want to get a little personal. So what are, what are I need to ask you, because I had you prepare a list. Yes, I did. I'm pulling that up right now. Some of your favorite love songs. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited for this. And we're going to get through this. as many as we can, and okay. like why they're your favorites. Okay. So um, the first two are both by Logic. He is my one of my favorite artists of all time. Okay. Um, 
primarily he does obviously like rap music, hip hop, but he dropped an album called The Supermarket Album. Uh-huh. And it was a soundtrack to this book he wrote called Supermarket. Um, and a lot of it was like more my taste, like indie, like alternative, like more that. And he like played piano, did guitar. So the first one is called I Love You Forever. And the second one is called Pretty Young Girl. And they're just, they're just so, they're so cute, and they're so good. Mm-hmm. And knowing that they connect to the book, because I read the book, it just makes me love them that much more. And they're just, they're two of my favorites. And then... I mean, I'll give props to Logic. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I, I used to, like, again, this was, like, a early high school thing when I listened to him, really. Because mm-hmm. um, I really like the Under Pressure album. Love um, the Under Pressure okay, album. yeah. Um, and I didn't really follow him at much after that. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like that's true for a lot of Logic fans because I think that was like where he busted onto the scene. Yeah, with um, Incredible True Story, that one was yeah. like. And then after that, a lot of people like didn't know that he came out with another album mm-hmm. or whatever. And like I started seeing people in like Logic hoodies where he was like in the spaceship with a Rubik's cube <gasps> yes, in his hand. Yes, that's like, the best album in my opinion. I was like, what is going on? Like I thought I because like I I was the only person that knew who Logic was. Um, wow. Uh, for a while and then like all of a sudden I started seeing like random people like in Logic sweatshirts that like mm-hmm. went and saw him live and I was like what did did he get popular when I wasn't paying attention and the answer is yes he did um, but <laughs> overall like I respect him as a person I respect him as an artist because I think he's very versatile like oh, he said like so with a supermarket album mm-hmm. um, so is it like a, just a softer sound it is or? it's it's okay. a, it's totally a softer sound like slightly more acoustic yes almost? very yeah. acoustic softer sound more like i said like alternative indie which is something he never did and i remember he did this interview i don't know what exactly what platform it was but he said he was really nervous to release it because he's like it's like my softest stuff nothing i've ever done before like a lot of my fans like yeah the diehards like really like like that trap logic that like under pressure logic well, yeah, that mixtape really logic because yes and, and it is really good i love all sides of logic but this side was just a new side um, and it was just, it was just very, I thought it was very good. A lot of, some people didn't like it just because uh-huh. they said, like he said, it was it, new. It's a, if it's, if it's different and it's yeah. not their taste, then yeah. it's nothing against them as long Correct. as they're not like bashing it. I don't really No, care. no. But those if, are definitely If you're just like, favorites. it's not for me. Okay. That's fine. It's not for yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people didn't bash it, which is yeah, good. That's good. Um, okay. So let's keep going. Uh, further down the list, thinking about you, Frank Ocean. I love Frank Ocean. And the night, day, just anything Frank Ocean. Love it. <laughs> Frank Ocean fans die hard. Frank Ocean fans die hard, yes. Um, yeah. I mean, everyone Huge knows fan. who Frank Ocean is, mm-hmm. but most people don't actually listen to Frank Ocean. No. If that makes sense. And it makes me sad. Because, like, the, the vine of uh-huh. thinking about, like, a potato throw around. Yeah, like that. That's why everyone's like, oh, I know that song. It's like, no, but it's legit a good song. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, yeah, everyone, yeah, I get it. I yeah. didn't know that was Frank Ocean for a long time. Oh, like, yeah. that was actually how I found Frank Ocean really? was because of the vine. Because someone was like, oh, that's a Frank Ocean song. And I was like, he sang about a potato? No, no <laughs> it's not a potato. And then they got very angry because yes. Frank Ocean fans, like I said, they die hard. Oh, they do. Um, and then further down the list, this one you might make fun of me for, but Love okay. Bug by the Jonas Brothers. I love that okay. song. It's it's a classic, nostalgic. Like when I first heard it, I was like, "This is gonna play at my wedding." I love "Love Bug" by Jonas Brothers. Okay. Um, Again, Jonas Brothers is one of those that I've had to like soften to. Yeah. Because I grew up and like Hating didn't them. just hate things because they were girly or whatever. Yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. But um, they're pretty. It's a pretty good song if no one's heard it. Um, but mo- moving down the list a little but, bit. Like sucker. <laughs> oh, so- oh, sucker! Wait, good or bad? Is that? Oh, what I you- love sucker. Okay, good. I thought didn't know my you were roommate was obsessed it. with sucker when I it came sucker. out, and so to the good. point where like he would just walk around with like a little portable speaker and it would mm-hmm. just be playing sucker all the time. 
<laughs> you said, okay, now it's a little it, bit yeah, much. I'm like, getting a little sick of it. The thing is that like we're very similar, so like mm-hmm. I understood, but at the same time, I had to go along with it because everyone else was giving him crap for it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I have to just keep letting it happen and yep. like encourage it because if I don't, then I'm going to be such a bad person. Because <laughs> like, I can't be a hypocrite because I also love this song, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i do that too whenever i like a song i listen to it on repeat for like two three four days uh-huh. or maybe a week and then i'm like okay i'm sick of it Next yeah song. i did that to uh <laughs> young blood's cotton candy oh i like young blood yeah I, you like young he blood has a, a that song cotton candy mm-hmm. um because he dropped that and then he also dropped the acoustic version oh i haven't um, heard the acoustic it's it's also very good hmm. um okay. but yeah i listened to those two for like two weeks straight and i was just like i have to keep listening to it it's so good yeah i get and now it. if i hear it i'm like i need to skip it <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm over it the young blood kick still on but not that song yeah <laughs> um a few other songs uh, these are uh ariana grande i like tattooed heart and i like the way which also features mac miller and then on that mac miller note i like my favorite part which is the one dedicated towards ariana say, grande. Could, do you define thank you next as a love song Yes, because I guess that's like the breakup, like, Uh thank you, next, I Uh was here, we're done now, this is me, personal growth. Dink. (laughs) It's like that. Dink Dink on top. Ariana Grande (laughs) fans also die hard. I love Ariana Grande. I used to hate her. I used to not like her Uh at all. I was just like, oh, like, it's on the radio, I'm annoyed with it, it's on all the time, I'm sick of it, and my sister was still a huge fan, Uh loves her, her favorite artist. And that's, I think, why I didn't like it, because she played it so much. I was like, okay, I get it. But then... Like, senior year of high school, I started listening to her. I was like, but she's good. And then now, I'm like, she's my, one of my favorite female artists. Like, she's absolutely amazing. I just still can't get over that she was cat. I can't either. Like, that's especially, something... Well, especially because, like, with, like, the controversy of, like, her, like, darkening her skin and everything. Yeah. Because, like, if you look at her when she plays cat, she's, like... Pale pale, pale, pale. Like, almost translucent. Yes. And then now, it's like, that's... That's taking it a little far. Yeah. She has <laughs> she has done that. I don't know how. I assume just tanning beds, the house. Well, also probably fake tans. Yes. It's like, I hope that that's not all real tanning because... That would be so bad Like we, Yeah, when we see her again at 50, she's going to like yeah. either be super saggy or super Botoxy. Yes. And those are the only two options. But I think it's all just fake tan. I think it's fake because she still looks pretty young for her age. Yeah, like, even so the, I think yeah. it's just all spray tan or yeah. like whatever the lotions are tanning you know, lotions yeah. yeah i think um, so as well yeah but mac miller love mac miller uh, i mean fan. he's one of those that I, I i'm gonna have an episode basically about like artists who passed and mm-hmm. like became more popular than they ever were when they were it's sad alive. that he became more popular after um, that like yeah and so mac miller's definitely one of them and then the the main question is going to essentially be like were they popular because they died or were they popular because their music was good yeah. Because there's a lot of people that believe that, like, you know, Lil Peep and Exotentacion, their music isn't actually good, but they were popular because they died. I don't necessarily believe that about those two, but there are some that I'm like, okay, yeah, it was mm-hmm. blown up after they died, I think, partially by um, their record labels. Yeah. Because you have this artist that you spent how much money on. And you need to get that money back. you yeah. can't get that money back because maybe they were on a three-album deal mm-hmm. and they only released one album before they died. You know, it's it's ROI, it's business, it sucks, but that's true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that might be a future episode. No, that's interesting. But, uh, I definitely think, like, that, like when artists do pass away, their music obviously does go up the charts because yeah. everyone's like, oh, well, I haven't heard of this person. I want to give it a listen, see what it's about. And a lot yeah, of like people... when Michael Jackson died, though, yeah. like, he was he was back on the top of the charts for so months. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, rightfully so. He made amazing music. Yes. Regardless of who he was. Um, 
But yeah, so Mac Miller, what was the song you said? I like, um, he has the one featured with Ariana Grande, The Way, and then his, uh-huh. my favorite part. I just I just really like his voice. Before mm-hmm. I, before he passed, I was a pretty big fan of Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like, <laughs> taking it back to Donald Trump, Mac Miller, we love that. Uh-huh. But I just I just think he's a really good rapper. He like, similar to Young Gravy, but not. He like, just knows the game so well of rap. Yeah. And he's just, I just think he's so well respected within the community. And he just released absolute bangers. Well, yeah, I mean, no, there was like, a lot of times when um, a rapper passed, Passes. There's mm-hmm. like a, there's disrespect yeah. um, that gets passed in their name, which sucks. It does. Um, in any way, like you know that person's gone, show some respect. But you know it's going to happen that there are people that didn't like them when they were alive, and they're mm-hmm. going to voice that. And again, that sucks. But with Mac Miller, there was none of that. Yeah, um, I didn't see any of that. It was super that. interesting to me. Like, and the only time that I maybe saw it was when it was like on the subject of race, which is like literally everyone discounts that. Yeah. Um. So those people didn't really get very far. But with Mac Miller, it was like all these people that you wouldn't have expected to be fans. Yeah, were. were. Fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like there, there are artists from all over, like across the musical spectrum that were like, he was it. You yeah. Know? He was a lot of people's, you know, softening into rap. You know, like oh, a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people credit that to like Eminem with mm-hmm. like getting basically white people into rap. Yeah. Um, or like the mainstream. But I think that a lot of that credit belongs to Mac, Mac Miller. Oh, yeah. Um, his voice is just so soft, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, it, yes. even his hardest songs don't sound that hard because his voice was so soft. Mm-hmm. His voice wasn't off-putting in any way. No. And I think he had, you know, like, broad appeal. Mm-hmm. You know, mass appeal is the actual term. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, and I think, he, yeah, he just appealed to so many people. And I think his voice is so soft, it's actually perfect for love songs. Oh, it is. Um, which I think... You know, had he lived longer, I think he would have given us more love songs because mm-hmm. I think he was a very loving person, as we hear from Ariana Grande. Yeah. You know, the, granted, she can't say anything bad about him now. No, but like but even when they're in the relationship, like even though like even he, even after they broke yeah, up, yeah, it was just was, all positive. Yeah, good she stuff. was just like, yeah, he he was awesome. Yeah. Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, he's he seemed like a very loving person and like who a had genuine his own person. Demons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so what's what's next on your uh, list? What's next? List? What's next is "Summertime in Paris" by Jaden Smith. I love. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you like Jaden Smith. How you feel about him? I love Jaden Smith so like much. His new stuff or this is this is from his. Uh, I believe it's Sire album. I'm gonna fact check myself just so I don't uh-huh. sound like an idiot right now. Um, but cause it's the purple one. Summertime. The purple one. Yeah. Oh, it's it's. Iris, it's the op- it's Cyrus backwards. When, it's, when it's did the it come one. out? It came out in 2019. Okay, so um, it's new. So newer, uh-huh. but I do I do personally love Jaden Smith. Yeah, 2019 <laughs> was two years ago. It was, and that that's blows wild. my mind because I was like, oh, it came out like because like when he year. says 2019, I was like, oh, that's like brand new. No, oh, wait literally, that's like over a year ago. And that's crazy to me. Uh, but. But yeah, I haven't. I need to listen to a lot of his new stuff. Oh, it's so good. Um, I think you would like. Yeah, it. I've heard good things, like especially from people like within the industry. He's one of those where it's like. He's not playing on the radio. No, and I wish he was more. He's he gets a lot of props from people, and like I think, you know, a lot of people just kind of see him as the kid that did the one song with Justin Bieber and is Will Smith's son. Yeah, and I hate that he has that persona because I, I I've always been a fan of Jaden Smith, mm-hmm. like even his acting career, and he like everyone when I was first his. What fan, did like, he do in acting besides Karate Kid and pretty um, much it. One Earth? Pretty much it, or After Earth, or After whatever. Earth, whatever it was. That I think that was it. But I, I just I liked his personality. I thought he was like so fun, and then everyone always like. 
give him stuff because they're like, oh, he's Will Smith's son. Like, he's just writing his success. And everyone would hate him. I mean, I would do that, too. And I felt if, so bad. if my dad was Will Smith. Like, yeah. here's the thing. So we all know, like, Jaden and Willow, right? No one oh, knows yeah. his, like, other son. Because he has another son. I think son. it's his older son, but I think yeah, he tries to stay son. out of the limelight, which yeah, I understand. When which I get. So but at the same time, like, I would want to be the famous. Yeah. Like, just, just so, that, like, I could do something like Karate Kid and then never have to work again. Yeah. Which, you know? given, he didn't need to, but his... Yeah. yeah. And from what I can tell about Jaden Smith is, like, he is a humanitarian. So, yes, he, he does so much charity yeah, work. He cares about... He, like, he just cares about people and he cares about, like being a real artist mm-hmm. like he definitely puts his like foot forward when it comes to creating art like he that's does. what's obviously important to him and he get he gets a little weird sometimes a like bit. when he walks up to Billie eilish and is like i'm putting healing energy into your broken leg i love it though see that's the part i'm like oh i love him he's just he's just so unique as a human i love it yeah uh <laughs> it's definitely wild huge fan um i i need to check that out oh yeah um and then maybe I'll text you and be like, I listen to it. Here's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do. It's good. I think I think you would enjoy it. I'm um, sure. I like most music. Oh, yeah. In some way, shape, or form. I can find something nice to say about most music. That's good. I feel like just music people in general can. Like, I think we can learn to appreciate anything. Even if it's not yeah. like our taste, we can be like, oh, well, I understand what they did. This is good for those people. Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> I understand why someone else would like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then moving down on the list is a song called I'm With You. It's by Vance Joy. Um, he sang Riptide. Um, yeah, yeah, It's just, it's a very, like, ukulele, I'm, acoustic, yeah. like, literally. I'm charading a ukulele right now. <laughs> yes, that's why I was like, ukulele. Um, instant ukulele sounds. But, <laughs> but uh-huh. that song is just uh, very soft, very sweet, very vulnerable. It made me cry the first time I listened to it, because I was like, it's just so, like, Sweet. My roommate is also I a big it. fan of Vance Joy. I love Vance Joy. Um, he doesn't get enough credit where credit is due. I think that's fair. I mean, he's just known as the Riptide guy. Yeah. Um, which is a great song. But, you but, know, I get it. It's, a, it's yeah. a really good song. Speaking of ukulele, though, mm-hmm. um, so one of my favorite love songs is a classic. Yes. So it's um, Can't Help Falling in Love with You <gasps> by Elvis. Literally on the list. That's on your list. <laughs> yes. So, I'm glad you brought it yeah, up. Yeah, so I, I love the Elvis Presley version. My mm-hmm. aunt is obsessed with Elvis. Ooh. And so, like, by extent, I had to listen to a lot of Elvis and, like, Johnny Cash whenever I was with her. I love Johnny Cash, um, too. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. he's not a good singer, but he fit into that yeah. right, like, very well. And even he admits he's not a good singer. Yeah. Um, but back to Can't Help Falling in Love. Yeah. 21 Pilots cover with the ukulele is, I think it's even better. I've heard it and I love Tone and Pilots has been my one of my favorite bands for like ten years, mm-hmm. like consistently. I love them. That's valid. love, love, love them. Yeah, I talked about them a little bit on previous episode actually. Yeah, definitely one of my top five favorites yeah. of all time. I mean, I think they're, I mean, they're good. But I loved it because you know I played the ukulele, I played yeah. a bunch of little instruments. Um, but it just gave me something to just like it was such a slow mm-hmm. easy strum and like if you have a nice voice yeah. you get to flex it on that song literally um and like again it's it's that song is broad enough that anyone that's been in a relationship or falling in love with mm-hmm. anyone can relate to it yeah. but it's like it's also like specific enough that like the person that you're singing it to or whoever's listening to it feels it you know yes um so yeah that's that's it's one of my little plugs there. I love that. Um, yeah. yeah, no, the version is very, very, very good. I, I've only heard it only a couple times, but I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to have to re-listen to also it Also, just I, back to the Dolly Parton of I Will Always Love You. That's yeah. that, that was the, one of the other ones on my list. My list is very short. Um, I love that. I definitely want to hear your list, too. 
Um, I have two more left. Uh, okay. This one is Mystery of Love by Self John Stevens. Uh-huh. Um, and that I don't know if you know what the movie Call Me by Your Name is, but I, it has. I know what it is. Okay. There's that is one of the songs featured I mean, on Lil that. I mean, Lil Nas X just dropped a song called Call Me by Your Name. I need to listen to it right after this because <laughs> I, I did not know that. And that movie is one of my favorites. I love Timothy Chalamet. Love that. But that song oh, was gosh, in it. Anyway. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My boyfriend doesn't like it either. He's like, stop it already. I'm like, I get Look, it. I get it. I love you first, but then Timothy Chalamet's a close Here's the second. thing. Like, everyone gets obsessed with, like, these scrawny white boys. I've, I loved him since, like, 2017. But here's the thing. Everyone's getting obsessed with these scrawny white boys. I've been a scrawny white boy for years. <laughs> there was there was no love for us. You there was no it? love for us until, like, last year. What I, the heck was that? I hate the bandwagon of girls that like girls, guys, everything in between that now love Timothy Chalamet. I'm like, but you're not an original stand like me. Yeah, like scrawny <laughs> white boys, especially if they have tattoos. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny to me. Like, uh, like Timothy Chalamet, Machine Gun Kelly, Pete Davidson. I love all those people that you just named. Exactly. For some reason, <laughs> all the guys that like I kind of like look like, they're getting all the smoke, and I'm like, where was this? <laughs> they're getting all the smoke. Where was this the entire time that I've been a, a scrawny white boy? Like, come on now. But in that list is definitely Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith cannot be yeah. forgotten about. He is also amazing. Um, <laughs> but, oh, that's so funny. I love the little rant. <laughs> I, I, I have to. I'm sorry. Someone has to say it, and I'll say it. You know? Like, where's yeah. where's the love song about your scrawny white boy, you know? <laughs> yeah. And they exist. They're all over TikTok. But oh, like, yeah. I try, to, I try yeah. to stay away from that place, but I somehow get sucked in. And then I send my boyfriend them, and he hates TikTok. So he's like, what is this? I'm like, I'm so sorry. Um, anywho what's the last song so that one the last song on my list is crazy little thing called love by queen okay a classic we gotta love it i love queen classic icon because freddie mercury was bi he was not gay yes most people don't know that um he was told he was gay and uh, basically forced to say he was gay but no freddie mercury was bi um a bi icon a bi stan we don't stand for bi erasure here um, uh, second, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that song is like that's one of those like I don't know, like I don't know why, but I want to call it a June Bug song. No, it's like why. it's just doing the yeah, it's like it's a little bop, yeah, like it's a bop in the old term, bop, yes, you know, because um, bop before it meant just like good song meant like you know you're you're it's bopping, a, yeah, you know, no, literally, you're, you're, you're bouncing up and down a little bit, you know, yeah. uh, you know, your legs bouncing up and down a little bit, you know? <laughs> you're doing a little little dance, yeah, maybe you maybe you point your finger a little bit, we're doing the little disco hands, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's an excellent list. Thank um, you. I think that's that's definitely something for people to throw on their playlists. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's so many by like Elton John. Oh, um, Elton John, yes, uh, your song. I think yeah, your song is good so one. good. Crocodile Rock. Crocodile Rock. Rock. Um, rock. I used to sing that on Lego Rock Band. Yeah. <laughs> so Wait, good. you say Lego Rock? Band? Yeah, they had Lego that's Rock Band. Thing? Yes, my brother had that's it. Wild. And I would sing it on that. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of. Um, you know, smaller artists as well, um, you know, queer artists, things mm-hmm. like that. Yes. Um, you know, I had a Pride playlist that had, like, all kinds of just, like, gay love songs. I love that. Um, what's that? Haley Kiyoko. <gasps> uh, uh, Haley Kiyoko. What's that one song? Curious uh, question mark? Or is it... Uh, I mean, that works. Uh, a gr- lot of her songs work. Boys and girls. Yeah. Uh, girls love... Girls, girls love... Girls love boys. Something. Yeah, something. I'm gonna girl find slash girl slash boy. No, wait. That's that's, 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 that's the, the disco. disco that's panic at the disco. The same same idea. Let me though. find it just so we. Girls Haley. Kiffage. Girls like girls maybe is the title of the song, girls but it's like girls like, like girls like boys do. Girl. Yes, that's the hook. Girls like girls. Haley Kiyoko. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, and then there's like girl slash girl slash boys. That's Panic at the Disco. That's Panic at the Disco. <laughs> yes. Same vein. Correct. I saw them in the same concert. Oh, that's so, um, you're lucky. I know. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so like, yeah, I guess, I guess what's, what do you want to like leave the people with since we're like exiting um, on the, on the topic of Valentine's Day and love and the commercialism of love? Um, honestly, just a lot of people just give love songs a bad rap. I just uh-huh. think they don't know what love songs are. Like we just talked about so many different things because love can be categorized mm-hmm. in so many different ways. So just listen to love songs, feel the love. Because <laughs> honestly, love songs at the end of the day are just, are just like really positive. Listen to them for the openly. Most, for the most time. You know, with an yeah, open mind. Yeah, just listen to it with an open yeah. mind because there's something for literally everyone, whether mm. it's like, you're in love and you just want to feel that in a song or, oh, I've been broken up with and I want to feel the, that vibe. There's that. There's That's the family fair. love. There's everything. So, yeah, love songs are the best. Um, and if you're kind of like me who hates the commercialism of Valentine's Day and all the forced hearts and pink and love, because I love pink, but not when I'm forced to love pink. <laughs> um, if you're kind of in that mindset, celebrate valentine's day however you want to celebrate it even if that means not celebrating it at all celebrating it the week after the week before so you actually get like a decent reservation you don't have to fight people for a reservation at freaking texas roadhouse literally all garden Uh, yeah or all garden whatever (laughs) uh celebrate love the way you want to celebrate love um whatever that means to you and find that love song that's just calling out to your heart and that's really cheesy but I'll leave it I'll leave you with that and I'll see you guys next time on another episode of Remix